I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Today on the podcast, I have my friend Sarah Bowling, and if you haven't seen Sarah and her mother, Marilyn Hickey, on their show, uh, please check that out, of course. But she also has an incredible organization called Saving Moses, and they go into red light districts and they set up night care for prostitutes in some of the worst red light districts in the world where there was no options for these women, some of these teenage girls who have babies, toddlers, who would be in the hotel rooms with them why they're prostituting, but Sarah and her team have decided to go set up several homes to where they'll do from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. and they'll they'll uh, feed these kids, take care of them, love on them, share the gospel with them, even if they're two years old. They'll just they'll just love on these kids. It doesn't matter. And uh, and she also, of course, has her TV show, but she writes. She has a book out. She speaks all over the world. And one of the reasons why I wanted to invite Sarah back on the show is because Sarah is a second generation pastor's kid and a second generation pastor. And she's faced in her lifetime, she's a miracle child. She was born because of a prophecy someone gave her mom who was, had a, a, an illness where she couldn't have children. And so she had that pressure of like, I am actually called to uh, do something great in my lifetime. And then also though, had a disconnect from the supernatural from, for so many years and so she she loves faith. She's always loved Jesus. But there's this place where she wasn't contending for some of the greater things that were on her life. And there was even some disappointment in that. And so I've asked her to come on the show and share with us, like, what was that like? Take us on your journey. And when did God speak start speaking to you? And what did that look like? And so I know you're going to enjoy this because I know many of you can relate to this. Maybe you're raised in the church or you're raised around the stuff, but you haven't done this stuff yet. Or maybe you're a second generation Christian, third generation Christian who you're just inoculated to a lot of stuff and it's time to refresh and reset yourself to go for it. Or maybe just the stories in themselves are going to help inspire you for her process. But I know everyone who's listening is going to enjoy this show today with Sarah Bowling. Let's go into the interview. Hey, I am excited because Sarah Bowling's on our show again. This is our second time hearing from her. We're so glad to have you here today. Super pumped. Oh my gosh. Super pumped. Last time we were talking about just what you do with night care and how you've gone after kids at risk in red light districts where their parents are prostitutes. And this time we're going to go a totally different direction. But if you guys didn't get to hear the last podcast, go through, search for it. It was amazing. But today I get you again. Yes. Yay, lucky me. <laughs> so excited. You and your mom, uh, Marilyn Hickey, you guys host a show. And so you're an old pro at this. But what I love about that is you grew up in the church. You grew up around your mom and dad in ministry. Your husband's a pastor of, of your guys' church with you. Um, you've been in this world for a while. And we were talking uh, both before last time I was with you, but even before this recording. And we were talking about how there's been seasons where you've gone through like pressing into God in a real way and being disappointed. And how as a mature person, like we think the more mature we get, the less will face those kinds of struggles, but you've been really going after even the greater, the greater measure of God that we can have in our lifetime. And there's times that it hasn't come through the way that you understood it. And so take me on that journey. Yeah. You know, uh, my birth was prophesied from William Branham 
and that always has not a big deal. obviously <laughs> yeah. like and the specificity and precision of that and so um that's always been noteworthy to me and i think in the last three to five years i've had this and it's been a bit of a journey for me and 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 some let me say this just bit. to catch people up so your mom couldn't even have children and he called her out in the middle of a like a crusade meeting and said you're gonna have a child go home and conceive and she was healed and then you were born. So I just say that because that does put a pressure on a child. Like, you know, you were born from a miracle and you do want your life. You don't want to waste any of your life. So I, I would totally get that. So keep going yeah. to your story. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. And then growing up as a pastor's kid, so I'm sleeping under pews and, you know, I mean, <laughs> I remember hearing loads of different, you know, powerful ministries and even Dick Mills. I remember when I was little, four years old, he called me out and gave me a Bible verse and said, you're God's princess. And watching, um, just watching that and feeling, being around it all the time growing up. And um, there was a piece in my time and season in my life when I was pretty reluctant and hesitant. I didn't like all the supernatural stuff because I I was like, eh, pretty skeptical, you know, jaded for sure. Um, but As then most in the last kids go through a period of <laughs> boy, howdy, right? Just a little bit. <laughs> but in the last 10 years or so, I've really felt the Holy Spirit. It's been a journey with the Holy Spirit. And I love that the Holy Spirit is very gentle and patient and takes you, you know, like a millimeter at a time, oh, yeah. <laughs> a snail space. But I'd say in the last three to five years, um, this whole idea of moving in word of wisdom, word of knowledge. And I, I felt that I've always felt that in my heart and in mm. my soul. And even growing up, my mom would say to me, you see, and you know, things about people that's not natural. Um, wow, and so I would she know recognize that. Yep. Yep. And I don't, I don't think they knew how to like help me grow in that or whatever. I mean, it was just attention awareness to that. And I and never so, got to meet your dad, but he also sort of had that on his life. Didn't he? He was prophetic. He was super creative, very artistic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. I mean, like unbelievably artistic. Um, and so he loved the Holy Spirit and loved the flow of the Holy Spirit. Um, and he was merciful and he loved people, very compassionate. Mm. Um, he would, I think he wouldn't always, I don't think that he had like that whole discernment stuff going oh, okay. or, or word of wisdom, but he would flow in prophetic and he would, he would rhyme. Oh, he wow. would rhyme prophecy. Oh, I've seen that a couple of times. That's really wild. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he'd do it and he'd get in a little flow with it. And I was like, you know, and people would be like in awe. I grew up, I was like, yeah, it's just normal. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, my dad's from the, the Christian hood. He's like a rapper in the church. No, exactly. With the white hair wig kind of idea. It was awesome. Oh that's amazing. <laughs> so that's a little bit of my background. So Three to five years ago, I feel the Holy Spirit kind of tapping me on the shoulder. Sarah, word of wisdom, word of knowledge. And I'm like, woof. And, and uh, I have the, the flow for me is, you know, I'm really, I love to give out Bible verses. But then I felt the Holy Spirit saying, I want, and I felt these two words, specificity and precision. Wow. And, you know, that's pretty risky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if anybody that's going to know, you do. And, um <laughs> And I'm so still, I'm still afraid at this point. I'm still afraid, I'm like, <laughs> which doesn't encourage me. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot more confident, but I'm still like, am I doing this still like five years into it? I'm like, am I really doing this? Yes, I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah. 
And what I love to do is get around people like you and watch and learn, pay attention and, and watch and learn not only from the, the victories and the, you know, like the jaw dropping teeth, amazing, can't believe it, but watching, wait a second, that didn't seem to go, go according to plan totally. <laughs> or, or that was a little off the plot. I wasn't, I didn't quite see it that way and watching that, like watching and so I've been I've been pushing hard to see those things happening in my ministry. And not only and what I'm really loving, this is where I love it the most, not only when I'm like ministering in a church or, or whatever, what I'm really loving is in the day to day. Yeah, me right? too. That's so the best time. What I totally and so what I've been doing is in my morning times, praying and asking the Holy Spirit, where are we gonna go today? And I'm ready for you to show me ahead of time how you want to minister. I love and that. so, oh my gosh. So this was like last month I was in an elevator and I felt the Holy Spirit told me in my prayer time, morning time, um, somebody in an orange shirt, uh, and gave me a Bible verse for him. And so I'm in this elevator, some business office downtown Denver, and I'm coming down and there's a lady gets on, she's in an orange shirt. And I asked the Holy Spirit, is this? And he's like, yep, that's the one. And so I was like, Hey, let's just start talking to her. I don't know who she is. Just random chick on the elevator. And uh, I start talking to her and I'm like, hey, you know, I know this might seem a little unusual, but um, could I just give you a Bible verse kind of for some of the encouragement? And she looks at me and she's like, well, yeah, you know, I, that would be okay. And she said, I said, well, you know, this is just to kind of encourage you from God. And she's like, well, actually, I'm a pastor's wife. And, um, and yeah, that would be. And so what happened was God gave me this Bible verse and I encouraged her and said, you know, I really believe that God's helping you walk through some of these difficulties. And she's like, wow, that was super powerful. And I said, I'll, I'm going to keep praying for you. And she's like, I really, really appreciate that. Um, so wow. that's what I really love. Or walking into Walmart, same thing. You know, you see, and I feel like the Holy Spirit will say, this is a person in like a striped shirt, and this is the Bible verse for them. And then I'll, I have it written down on a piece of paper. So then I come up to them, hey, you know, and they look at me like I'm a little weird, and I think I am. And that's okay. But I say, I'm just here to kind of encourage you something that God wants to bring into your life today, just to give you some encouragement. And then I tell them the Bible verse, give them a little sheet of paper with the Bible verse on it, and then pray with them. And seeing that, I love and I love it better out in the day to day, even more so than the church. I do too. Um, yeah, there's something for me that was my proving ground because I grew up around a lot of heavily gifted prophetic people and was put on teams with people who are, who can dance circles around me, you know, back when I was 19, 20, I was put on teams with people who were in their 40 and 50, you know, your age range who were known as prophets internationally. And I'm like there, I think there's a point where I was like, you know what, I need to go after this greater level, whatever that means for me of gifting. And so I can access people's hearts more with God. So I could actually see the fruit. Cause I was, I think being around it all the time, I, I was satisfied with their measure. And so mm -hmm. therefore sometimes I wouldn't contend for my own measure. Like I wouldn't be like, I need more. Mm -hmm. I just was like, well, if I don't do it, they will, you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember going through a period where I was like really going, I want to, I want to see everything we do in all the churches and the places where we're doing it at and the red light districts and in the poor, you know, with the poor and with the, you know, third world nations and uh, communism was falling in a lot of countries and I had fallen for the last couple of years. And I was like, I'm going to go in and just show up in town squares and just ask God if he'll speak. And I'll just hire an interpreter, whoever's there, and just do it. And so we would just show up and be like, hey, we're Christians. Who can uh, – or we're, we're Americans. Who can speak English? Someone would raise their hand. We're like, come over here. We'll give you 100 bucks to interpret mm -hmm. for us. 
and we would just start like doing street evangelism. And that's not my, my personality. I'm like totally mm-hmm. afraid of people. So the fact that I would do that, I just wanted to see if the kingdom that I'd been raised around my whole life could be translated outside. And that's where I learned how to prophesy. I didn't learn how to prophesy in the church. Some people are like, you might be researching or you're this or you're I'm like laughing going, you haven't been with me the millions of times I'm one-on-one with people who there's no frame of reference and there's no beforehand time to research. <laughs> there's no time at all, you know? So it's, it, but it's where I learned how to be confident, which I love. And when I met you, I love that you were already like years into that journey of going, I'm going after this. Like I'm, I, we have to have this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, you know, there's pieces where you find some setbacks. So I remember when I just recently, when I came back from Cambodia, um, back in July, I, that journey, I was like, you know, I'm not sensing the same quality and clarity that I was having before I went to Cambodia. And I started to wrestle with God and say, dude, <laughs> what gives you know, because I'm really contending for this. Yeah. And I'm not going to settle and kind of be content with status quo. I'm not going to be content with seeming to regress either. So for a couple weeks, I was discouraged. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not fun. I not, this is not what I signed up for. But I feel like the Holy Spirit's really challenged and saying, you know, Sarah, let's make sure that this comes out of relationship and not out of like you're just doing it mechanically and, and systemically, but rather organically out of the intimacy with me. Make sure that you're dialed down and deep in this for the right heart, with the right purpose, heart, right motivation. Um, so it was a good good reality check and good sobering. You're off the plot a little bit. Let's come yeah. back on to the prime motive is your relationship out of that organic intimacy with me and that love. Let's well, I not love be hearing org- you who has – you know, deep maturity say that because it's like people say that in their first couple of years of Christianity, but for someone who's already got a lot under her belt to say like, I had to do a little course correction to get me regrounded is huge because that's that there's no way to stay in the prophetic if you're driven or if it's in performance it just won't work. It just, you, you'll, you'll, you can't have the prophetic if there's not intimacy in the root system. The gift doesn't continue to operate in a satisfying way that connects you to God anymore. And so it's, it's beautiful to watch that because then there's that place that you get to develop that's, that's honest and vulnerable. Yeah. And it's the humility too, right? Absolutely. And I love it. Super helpful. So tell me one of the, the times that you went after something in the prophetic that you were super passionate about and it just didn't work. And then tell me some, like how God maybe showed you something or course corrected that. Is there ever a time you could think of? Yeah. Um, and, and especially in my home church where they're so abundantly gracious and forgiving and polite. <laughs> Thank God, right? <laughs> oh, it's just Sarah again. Okay, good. Um, there's a couple of times, even within the last few months, where I'm pressing out, you know, and I'm watching what you do. I'm watching other people and I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm ready. You know, and I'm getting, and I feel like I'm getting like some numbers and stuff. And so, or names, you know, specific names. And, you know, I'm getting up on a Wednesday night and uh, I, you know, I call out somebody's name or some, the, the series of numbers or whatever, and nobody answers. And I'm like, <laughs> crickets it is crickets. It is crickets. And I'm like, you know, I try again because maybe somebody was sleeping and they didn't hear it right or <laughs> something or whatever. And I remember the first time that happened, I was just like, ugh, I feel like such an idiot. I look so stupid. I feel like a failure. And it was hard for me. Um, Sure. 
and I was frustrated. I was like, did I not hear right? Did I screw up? Um, and then one of the thing that was cool was like the real time, you know, I feel like an idiot, but when I finished preaching, then somebody comes up to me at the end and says, Hey, by the way, this is that number relates to this. And this, this is actually my bank account number the last with, with my phone number. And I was like, well, okay. And so I absolutely gave him what God had given me the Bible verse and what I felt in my heart. And more often than not, I have people come up to me at the end. And I think the Holy, and what I asked the Holy Spirit, I was like, you know, why, why do I have to look like an idiot? And the Holy Spirit says to me in my heart, because this is a pride thing for you, Sarah, and I'm not interested in your pride. And oh, wow. if this is, yeah, if this is, if this is the way I do this, that kind of helps with humility, then be grateful for the humility because pride goes before a fall and you don't need, <laughs> you don't need more pain in your life, right? <laughs> so let's just keep this in the humble zone. You. Well, it's also exactly. true that the people who come up afterwards, I feel like the people I have come up to me afterwards, if I do it in a public way, model what I only do it to model. I'm just like you guys can do this too. I'm just doing it so you can see what you can do. But sometimes it doesn't land, or it doesn't look like it lands at all. And then sometimes in in those occasions when it does later, I get to have a really beautiful conversation versus just a public mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I like that point of connection when it's the mm-hmm. real kind of connection. You know, mm-hmm. I never mind when people are like, "I think it was my brother and his birthday," and I, I just know right away if it is or it isn't. You know, I'll be like, "Oh, I don't feel it is," but. Bless you. Thank you so much for helping me in my journey to even try and connect this and for your journey. And I'll pray with them, you know, and I just, I love that it's, it's a relational gospel and you're a relational woman. And so I think like part of this is like the moment it gets put into just a a function, it loses its, its raw power of just the love, you know? Yep. And it it takes away that that intimacy and that real connection and it becomes systematized. And that's, that's just inherently going to be dysfunctional and broken. Oh, for sure. Man, well, I love what you're saying. Tell us this. Uh, tell us how to get a hold of you. And, of course, we can watch you on Marilyn and Sarah. But uh, what other ways? I know savingmoses.org. Yep. yep. And then uh, I write a blog pretty much every weekday. Short. I like to keep it super short because nobody's got time for all every of that. Weekday. Yep. So it was about a paragraph, but I love doing it. So I write every weekday, um, usually in the mornings, and that's at Sarah Bowling, Sarah with an H, sarahbowling.me. Oh, I love that. I'm totally going to go to your blog. I had no idea. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's fun, right? And then I'm on YouTube. I got like a, a little quick, I do like three to five minute little quick little video once a week. And um, so I'm just starting a new series on walking in step with the Holy Spirit. And uh, so having a blast with that, too. So a couple different ways, lots of fun. Um, whatever people like, I try to be in that in that space a little bit. So I love as far it. as, you know, mediums and platforms. Yeah. So. And your book on the Holy Spirit is out. Yeah, dude. Man, I'm excited because it's, it's got a boatload of stories. Yeah. It's just I, when I read it, I really, really enjoyed your perspective on him. And I think I got to write a review for it. And it was just one of, it was so easy to write because I was like, yeah, this is my people's. This is, I love this, yeah. this whole, yeah. the storytelling you do is amazing. So I can't wait to read your blog because you're a really good writer. Well, thank you for being on the show. This went by really fast. You're a rock star, Sean. Love your guts. Oh, I love you heaps too, man. Heaps and heaps, man. Seriously. Thanks. And um, hopefully we get to talk to you and have you on again soon. But otherwise, I know I'll see you personally. But please follow Sarah and visit her website, watch their show, go to her blog. She's someone you're going to want to stay in contact with and stay following. 
Thanks, Sean. Hey, your host, Sean Bowles here. I just want to tell you about some of the resources we're carrying right now. You know, the prophetic is something you really have to grow into, and you have to take a deliberate, intentional pursuit to go on this journey to hear God this way. And I've created a devotional. It's a 90-day journey into the prophetic where we take excerpts from books like Translating God and God's Secrets and the other books that I've written, and we put them together with questions that will cause you to reflect on different subjects you may not have ever thought this way before. I want to encourage you to get exploring the prophetic devotional now at a retailer near you.